broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. Okay, so you're catching us on the podcast and you want to find out, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, the TuneIn app has you covered. That's TuneIn. Just look for Phoenix 92.5 FM and you'll be able to check us out live. Don't forget, if you want to contribute to the conversation, go over to Twitter. nerd 2 92.5 is our Twitter. That's nerd 2 the number 2 no, 92.5 is our Twitter for the show. If you want to chime in, you can. Every Saturday, 5pm to 6pm here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM. Community radio for Dublin 15. It's JB Jeremy Borash, and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the. Everybody, you're listening to Phoenix 92.5 FM, and we're on the True Play channel. This is the Wrestling Rewind. My name is Dan O'Connor, and very sorry for the massive delay. Since the last show, which was after AEW's full gear, the world changed. <laughs> Everything is crazy. And to help me break down what's going on, it's my pleasure to welcome Carl King. How's it going, man? How's it going, man? Good to be here. Yeah, welcome to the show, dude. I wanted to have you on the show for a while, uh, so you're most welcome. You're a podcaster in and of yourself, so for anyone who's familiar, what where, where can people find you? Uh, well, I do my own uh, podcast called King Walls Court, which is basically dealing with uh, Irish metal. Um, an introduction, basically, to Irish metal bands. That's the way I look at it. Hmm. And we also do another one, don't we, ourselves, together? We, now? we do. We do. Uh, we do a, what's a bi-weekly, bi-monthly podcast of uh, the Podmen. Yeah, Once for- a month. Four pod man. Four pod man. That's a yeah. Well, no, it's... Basically, we um we pick a, we we pick two topics and get people to vote on whichever one we want they want us to talk about. So, um, the first one was Hulk, was Hulk Hogan. You know, I yeah. think the first one. Yeah, the second one was uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Really enjoyed that. Really that enjoyed a, that one. That was a good one. Yeah, it was good. <clears throat> so we... the next one I think we're doing is. Monday Night Wars, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm excited about that. You know, anyone who listened to this show, I did an eight-hour breakdown in a past life of the Monday Night Wars. Did you actually record for eight hours? Yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't full on, but it was eight hours. Oh right. Uh, so yeah, like I love I love the Monday Night Wars. It was great and the invasion angle and stuff like that. So it's fun, you know. And there's a good there's so much to talk about. So uh, yeah, I'm we're recording that now two days to break the fort wall. So you know, good. yeah, so check that out. I'll leave a link to it on the page when it when it drops. Yeah. But for today and uh, this week on our show coming back, like it's as I said, from last time I did this show to now, things could not be more different. You know. Um. So yeah, everyone knows that 
we have a pandemic around the world uh, and it's affected everything, mm-hmm. including wrestling. Yeah, everything. 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 Everything, right? We're on the cusp of uh, quasi-lockdown. The UK is on lockdown countries. All, all right, so that's that goes without saying. But <laughs> it's WrestleMania season. Doesn't feel like it really now. And right. I don't know. No one's fault, but it really doesn't feel like it. Sure doesn't. No, but like that's still going ahead, and it's changing by the hour. So, like, we could talk about this now, and it could change. So, you know, do, do keep uh, do do take this with a with a grain of salt or whatever. But so let's start with the the elephant in the room. WrestleMania is in two weeks, right? And it was supposed to be in Tampa, but now it's been moved to the Performance Center. Mm. No. And not only has it moved to the performance center, but it's pre-taped. Not only is it pre-taped, but it's two nights. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't make it up, and it's an empty arena as well. I have to say, um, you know, I'm not exactly. I'm trying to get on board with AEW, but I, I'm, I'm finding still finding it pretty hard. But yeah. what they did with their life, with their show last week, with the Not better. It looked much better. It's yeah. like. The, some sort of atmosphere there. Well, like, yeah, we can, you know, there was like that comparison between <coughs> what was going to be the the better show in that sense. But when you watch a when when like I like the first SmackDown that they did. I thought that was kind of funny and unique, and he played yeah. up the Raw after it was terrible because it just felt like a, a weird stage play. Yeah, it that was. was it, it was shot. No, like had nothing to it. Yeah. And then when I watched AEW, I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. You know, you have a bit more fun with it. It's looser. It's shot differently. Like, it doesn't look like it's empty all the time. But I was watching Raw last night, and they kind of changed it up a bit. They kind of had everything closer up. It was much uh, better. It was, it was much better. It was. I was, it, I was sorry for interrupting sorry, you. I was at the, um, the uh, Shayna Baszler interview. That was uh, great. Yeah, but when, when, when all the lights came up, and you could see all the Raw set. It just looked cool. I was like, okay, that's that could work for the, the small shows. Yeah. Not Mania, though, you know? Well, look, I think what they're going to do with Mania, and it's what they're, what looks like they are going to do, they're going to have as little real matches as possible. And what I mean by that is, like, I think we're going to have a card filled with gimmick matches. Yeah, but th- look, if there's ever a time for a full card of gimmick matches, now is it. Now is it. Yeah, like we have a, a boneyard match, which no one knows what that is yet. No one knows what that is. I feel like we're watching TNA circa 2007 again. You know, you know, and like that's look. Anything I say in this, anything we say, you know, it's not that we're down in the product because that's harsh. It's more like they're trying to literally give us a show in the face of a pandemic when you can't be in a room with more than in Ireland now. You can't be in a room with more than four people. Yeah. So it's just like fair play, you know. And like here's the thing. They're taping this week, but that could cancel straight away. Yeah, absolutely. So well, I know that I know that they did a couple of episodes of SmackDown. Uh, I think yesterday or the yeah. day before. Yeah, they're they're so, taping their their shows now. I think they're all good up until Mania now. Yeah, but it's such a shame because there's so many there's so many things that would have done really great in front of a crowd at this WrestleMania. Yeah. Let's. Hopefully, hopefully, Drew beats Brock. Hmm. That would have been a great moment, WrestleMania moment. It really would have been. Um, Edge with his coming back as well. Yeah. The, the, imagine the, the pop for Edge at that. That would have been classic. 
like there's there's a lot there there's a lot there that seem to really rely on a big crowd for yeah. the pop. You know, more than any other WrestleMania. And I know some people said the card wasn't great, but the card wasn't yeah. bad either. You know, I I'm I but I not at all. Like I, there's only one or two matches where you're kind of like, oh, it's you know not great. But there are that's the same with every WrestleMania. Now they're all have fillers exactly. Yeah. yeah, like here's the thing though. Do you think that um, like we mentioned the the gimmick matches, I can see Cena and Wyatt getting a gimmick, and I can yeah, yeah. I was I listened to I don't know if you listened to or watch um. Why, what culture? Yeah. They do their, when they're, they're wrestling updates every day. Yeah. There's that it's looking like they're going to get some sort of a gimmick match that's going to be pre-recorded. Like the, remember the House of Horrors match? Yes. That's, see, that would make sense. Like, here's the thing. I, I, what I've been reading about it is that WWE are looking to kind of think outside the box here. Because mm. they kind of have to. You know, like if they were just having an empty arena WrestleMania, that would be really poor. Yeah. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I still, I still think they're gonna do something different and unique, but it still doesn't feel like Mania season, you know. No, it doesn't, and I think this will be the Mania that everyone doesn't talk about in like, you know, ever again, because yeah. they're gonna yeah. be like, yeah, it didn't happen, you know. Um, it's kind of like WrestleMania, what, ninety two thousand, or nobody talks about WrestleMania two thousand. Oh. Or Royal Rumble nineteen ninety nine, outside of the amazing Mankind oh. Rock match. Yeah, no <laughs> one talks about them. They're just they're gone. Um, and I think that's what's gonna been happening here but i will have to say goldberg and roman reigns they might actually for the first time have a decent match where they can where they, well they can just pre-record it <laughs> edit it so it looks good when you think about it yeah i suppose like roman is a pretty decent worker but goldberg isn't yeah you know, exactly I, I don't i'm not proud of roman reigns but i i, I can't stand goldberg i never could like, you know Ah, like I like Goldberg in WCW, and when he's doing his ninety-minute thing where he runs in, no. and you know, yeah, but that's what he does. That's his thing, right? And when you try to get him out of that, that's when you have problems. But I think what to be able to do here is to be like, all right, cut. Goldberg goes off, gets the ventilation, comes back in, he's ready to go again. <laughs> uh, and that's what you can kind of see them doing. Uh, so it might not be terrible. It won't be great by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it'll be better than what we've seen before. You know. Yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, has to be better than a feckin' Saudi Arabia thing anyway. Oh, that was, yeah, that was dire. That's up there as one of the worst things I've ever seen. Well, I hate seeing those things, I really do. It's, well, you know, that's what the kind of premise of the AJ Styles Undertaker match is based on, right? That that breeze broken down. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, there's obviously, we're a week out. We have another couple of, couple of hurls to go before it finishes. But uh, news broke today that the women's match has a change to it now. I think it's Dana Brooke. She's been placed in quarantine. Oh, no way. So they've removed her from the six-pack challenge. It's a five-women elimination match now. Fatal five-way or something. Yeah. And this is what I mean. (laughs) But this is what I mean. Like, you know, if this happens again, you know, depending on where it is, this could be shut down. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's why it's it's you know I'm glad to have you on the show here to kind of react to this because this is this is huge, um, but also apparently all the personnel can't travel. They're all in Florida right now, like oh they can't God. travel because if they travel they won't come back. Like Brock Lesnar can't, like he lives in Canada, right? Yeah. He goes back to Canada. He's not. He coming won't back. be able to. 
Right. Away from his yeah. Sorry, what? He's away from his family, and he won't like that. No, well, that's it, you know, and I think that's why they're they're taping that today, I think, or tomorrow, um, to try and have that locked as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but everyone now apparently is in one hotel, all the road agents, everything's just kind of locked down there. So, you know, oh. this happen. Look, if this happens, even if it's bad, it is kind of a miracle that it will happen. You know, yeah. and I think that's kind of the truth of it. You know. Um, I don't know. I, Raw was Raw's better than it was. Like last night was quite good. Yeah. Um, what What do you think of the the fact now that we're seeing something that we never thought we'd see as far as taking time off? Because like we're seeing a very minimalistic Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think. Well, are you talking about like some of the guys taking time off? Like. Yeah. Well, one thing I've been watching, and we will get back into many talk in a second. But one thing that that really struck me with the way the shows are now. They can fill an hour or two with vault footage. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing, isn't it? And that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And then promo package. There's no reason for all the guys to be out working, you know, as as much as they do and stuff like that. Because we're still getting content. Like, you know, the network now, uh, fair play, they're actually giving the network away for free at the moment, which is sound. Um, But, like, you have enough footage there to just run shows as long as you want. Like, WDB never has to run another show again. Absolutely, yeah. You know, in reality, like, yeah, we might not like it, but they could just go, all right, we're going to run Nitro or Raw. Yeah. For the next four years. And then you won't know the difference. Um, and I I, I yeah. think this is kind of... It, it, it blows away the argument that wrestling doesn't work without an off-season. Because, you know... Yeah. We're on an off-season now, like... What, Especially, like, yeah, 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 basically, yeah. Like, what we're getting one or two matches, maybe it's with like you know, low level guys. Um, yeah, say, I like the Alistair Black match last night where he just kicked your man's head off. <laughs> just, like, that's the best squash match I've ever seen. Um, Although, I think, I think, he, for me, I'd, I'd like to see him really, really get over, but they keep putting him in matches like that. I don't think, I mean, he needs to kit, destroy really somebody credible, like at this stage. Well, that's, that's what, what I think. Going- that's what they're going to do with Lashley, I think. Lashley, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I think that you know they're building them up like your classic way of feeding them guys, and then he'll beat Lashley, and that'll be him on the way up to an IC title or a US title or whatever. You know, I. That's you what know, I, I. I would sorry for cutting in on your ear, but I, right, I, right. I, I like Lashley. I think oh yeah, I, I like Lashley too. Hate the way he's been used, and where here's another thing: where the fuck's Rusev? Where's Rusev? Sorry, where's no, Rusev? I don't know. I don't know, like, with, with Lashley, um, I have a bad taste in my mouth with Lashley when I interviewed him a couple of years ago and he talked about golf for 25 minutes. <laughs> this is when he was in TNA and he just did not care. But, uh, and this when he was the world champion. The world champion. I'll never forget, I was like, so he was, remember, he was the world champion at this point. And I'm like, so, oh, who are you wrestling in the UK tour and he, or tonight on the, you know, and he goes, I don't know. I just want to go home and play golf. And I'm like, okay, well... I'm going to have to put that in an article. <laughs> that's not good. Jesus, that's all he needs. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, well, actually, you know, I think he, he's a great talent, but it needs to be given the right thing. And right now, he's on the kind of slide of his career, so putting over someone like Alistair Black is not a bad show. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's where your competitive matches would be, Carl. Like, you have Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, and your Alistair Black, Lashley matches. 
that I think we'll see those in the performance center. Mm, yeah, you know, those kind of. But then Possibly. the bigger, then the bigger tier ones, they'll probably be elsewhere. Like even the SmackDown tag ma- uh, match will be in the performance center. Like, how do you, how do you think this? Is gonna... Sorry, go on. Go on. How do we think? About... How how do you think this is going to break down over the days? I don't know. That's, I was actually going to... That's what I was going to actually say to you. Like, uh, I mean, first of all, do they know where the second uh, venue is yet? They haven't... It's still changeable. I've heard I've heard n- numerous different things. Uh, they're all going to be yeah. in the locality of Florida, more than likely, because it's the only place they can really kind of do it, you know? Um, mm. But I'm not too sure. Like, I kind of saw this coming when they, when they scrapped TakeOver. I was like, right, that means something's going to happen on that Saturday. That's important because it's no wrong. Why, why would they scrap takeover? You know, um, so I did yeah. kind of. It wasn't shocking for me. But what's interesting about this is, are we going to have two two-hour shows? Are we going to have two four-hour shows? You know, two three-hour, maybe. Well, you know, again, like if that happens, it also kind of throws the whole. Listen, WrestleMania doesn't need to be nine hours long. You know, it really doesn't. You know, six hours is a bit overkill with three-hour WrestleMania. And to be honest with you, that's a much more enjoyable experience for me as a fan, I think. Like, I'm not that selfish, but I'm also like, I'd rather just watch three hours of wrestling than... Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, The only thing, like, I mean, are they going to... Will they include some of the NXT matches in in those days, or...? No, the, what they have said is, um, and this this is uh, coming on from WrestleView, um, they've said that NX, apparently this is going to be announced on NXT tomorrow night, because we're recording this on uh, Tuesday. So apparently the Tampa matches are going to begin to air on the USA Network from April 1st. So okay. Triple H will appear on tomorrow night's episode of NXT to make the announcement that NXT tape over Tampa Bay. Was supposed, that was supposed to take place on Saturday, April 4th, but due to COVID-19, the event was cancelled, right? So only one match was confirmed at the event, which was the women's uh, the women's number contender ladder match, and uh, other potential matches are Adam Cole versus the Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship, right? So apparently all those matches are happening, but they're going to be shown on NXT television, which is a great move. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, again, it gives people an opportunity to see high kind of high level matches. I suppose you could say pay per view level matches at at NXT. Well, that's it. You know, and it's um, again AEW are still doing. So let's bring AEW back into AEW are still doing shows, right? But their blood and guts show has been cancelled or right, postponed yeah. because, like, uh, Jericho actually went off on someone there on Twitter. <laughs> who was like, oh, you know, I, I, I hate that this happened. He's like, dude, there's like 15 people in that match. We can't have 15 people in the building. So it makes sense, right? It's like, it's not going to happen. But um, <clears throat> they're still going to tape and they're still going to run from where they were last week. So that seems to be their little lockdown for a while, you know? Um, and it, it's like, again, it, this is just wrestling now. This is just where we are. So I would, I'm, I was personally, I love war games. It's my favorite, favorite ever Match really? type. Yeah, I love war games. I just find, I love it. And even even uh, Deals brand war games is still you know fine in blood and guts. Um, so I was kind of sad to hear that was cancelled. But then I totally understood why. I was like, yeah, it's physically impossible, right? Um, unless you want to have a webcam pointed at the ring and everybody outside watching it, like that's 
that's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they're going to continue on as normal. I, there's a couple of matches announced for this week, but it just is what it is. You know, Mahardy is going to have his in-ring debut this week. Yeah, um, well, it, I think it's just a face-to-face with Jericho, but of course, I'd say there'll be some sort of interaction there, are we? Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, let's just kind of switch gears there into AEW. There's, again, so much news, right? So we were supposed to have the debut of the Exalted One, which people thought would be my hearty. It wasn't. Mm. Um, who was Eric Rohn, uh, not Eric Rohn, Luke Harper in, yeah, in WWE. What do you think of that? Do you think it was a good promo? I think, yeah, well, you see, I'm not, I'm not, behind, I'm not a big fan of Evil Uno and Gray, what's the name, the other fella, uh, in the Dark Order, but I like, I love Brody. Yeah. You know, really. Um, I love Matt Hardy. But yeah. what I, what I would like, this is just me now thinking, I think it, it's great that they have, they're there. And I would like to see, what I'd like is if, try and walk with me here, if Brody Lee was actually a fake leader. Right. If Matt Hardy actually was the exalted one in the end. I think that would be cool. I think it'd be cool, but I think they've, they've entrenched, they've entrenched this now so far that they can't really like, because Matt Hardy is there feuding with the, with the inner circle. Mm. So it's like, you know, maybe they could like, here's the thing. We don't know what the Matt Hardy character is yet at the moment. Like we know it's kind of based on the broken Matt Hardy more than the woken Matt Hardy, but it's still way too early. So maybe that could happen, but I do like Brody's, I do like the fact that we're hearing him talk now and he's a pretty good promo. Great promo. Cool. Yeah, uh, that, like that promo we caught was fantastic, and the video package was great too. It was, there was a lot, an awful lot of uh, hints of the Wyatt family were on, on them as well. Oh, it, it was pure like he's pretty much just being Bray Wyatt, you know. But I suppose like you know he, he kind of can be. It's like when the member leaves a band and he's like, "I'm just going to take my songs with me," you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like, you know. And, and Bray Wyatt's not Bray Wyatt's not doing that stuff anymore, so why not? I'm raging, he's not. I love the the old Bray Wyatt leader, Colton. That was great. Oh man, I love the the Colton wrestling. It's great. I never they never commit to it though. You know no. they always kind of kill it before it's too soon. Like CM Punk with a straight edge society doing the child oh, yeah. thing. That was great, and then it got some legs and they they killed it. You know, yeah. so this you know I think AEW and this is AEW's model. And I think this is why you're not a huge fan of them as well. It's it kind of bugs me as well. Like they do stuff. They don't do anything original, right? No. They do nothing original. But what they do do is they pick up what the fans want yeah, and then run with it. And, oh. then they, and then they do stuff that, that WWE fans have wanted for years. Vince won't do. So yeah. they're like, oh, we'll do it. And that's, that's what they're doing with this. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they'll do stuff that, like you were saying, like the, they want that WWE won't pull the trigger with. These will. Yeah, you know? and they'll run with it. And then, you know, but it just, like, again, it's, it's cool to see and it's great that it's there. But it's also kind of annoying because they're never going to do anything original. They're always going to do... It, it's not as bad as Impact or no. TNA when they oh. just do God knows what. <laughs> you know? Oh, they do God knows what. You know, that's a show in and of itself, I think. Um, you know, and it's it's frustrating because of how poor it was, you know. But um, with AEW, it's like the Dark Order. I think it's a great move. I think it's great to kind of do it. My dogs are barking. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I have loads of dogs. 
Uh, it's always the little ones, always the little yappy oaks, you know, oh. they always bark. Um, it's never the big dogs, <laughs> they just don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's cool to kind of see it there, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Mahardy does as well, because apparently he went to AEW. He, the only reason why he left WWE was he never felt like he was booked correctly. Yeah. And it came out today that he was talking with Jericho as well, I think, and he said that he would have stayed if Triple H had been in charge. What that's true. You listen to that podcast, actually. It's very good. Well, and do you think that's, do you think that was like a massive factor in it, or do you think that's just spin? No, I, I think so. I think, I think Matt Hardy is a, a WWE guy at heart. I really okay. do. Um, and I think, I think if Triple H was in charge, he would have stayed there, actually. And, and I think Triple H would have given him the, the freedom as well. Yeah. Well, apparently they offered him a massive role on NXT. Yeah, I, I think he feels that he's past NXT. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and I can understand that. You know, he's 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 done so much in WWE, but like NXT, you know, when Finn went back, it was great because it's like, oh man, this is. It feels like going to the main roster in a lot of ways, or main roster. Yeah. It's an emotion, in a lot of ways, because you're you're squished into this and you can't do it, and you're stuck. And you know, for me, like it's hard to kind of say because I'm not I'm not in the company. I'm not a wrestler, but I would, you know, from a fan's perspective, I was just like, hey, you know, NXT is more room to grow but then again AEW is the same it's just you're, you know it's the same kind of feel it's just something totally different and then if the fact there is Vince he's definitely not in, in AEW yeah that's it you know I mean and, and it, he was saying that also Matt Hardy was saying that he's going to be they're going to give him the freedom to see where he goes with this version of uh, Broken Matt Hardy so that's going to be cool because I do think you know the kind of stuff he does out at the compound and all. I think it's great. Like it's good. Like, well, see, it's, the, it's different. Well, what's great about that now is it's a perfect. This is the perfect time for it. It's free content, not free content, but you know they, they give him a couple of thousand dollars and say, "Hey, just shoot stuff at the compound." Yeah, and that's a couple it's, of segments. Yeah, like I don't know. Again, I don't know if you heard that podcast, but um, he was saying that he pitched a section. Yeah. To WWE, yeah, the, the part where he's going to take lads on over to the, the compound and give them ten minutes, fifteen minutes, or whatever. I thought that was a great concept. It was, but again, again, this is what we've heard for years, man. If Vince hasn't made it, he doesn't want to push it. Exactly. And it's such a shame. It's such a shame, like, because you know, even though this was born in TNA, TNA were like, "Hey, go for it," and then you can take it with you. And look, we saw so many guys get over based on that. And this could yeah. be the same, like, it, again. This was probably all signed, sealed, delivered before the before the virus hit. And imagine, I can only imagine Triple H going, "Oh, that would have been content we could have used." Yeah, Triple. Well, you see, that's the thing. Whether people like him or not, he is a visionary. Yeah, know? he is. Um, and look, think about it. Like, if he hadn't have put that money into the performance center, we would have no WWE now. Absolutely. Or absolutely. if we, or if we would, we wouldn't have as much of it because they literally have a center going. We own this. We can lock it down as much as we want, and it's TV ready. It's pay per view ready. Yeah, you know, it's and again. It, it's looking more TV ready with every show that they're doing now. Exactly. Like, like it took them a while to kind of figure out. Like, I think Raw last night was the. Oh, I heard someone describe it as uh, "Here comes the pain angles." What? You know, you know the video game WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Yeah, yeah. I heard them describe that's how they did all the camera angles, and it's like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. It works. It looks great. Like it didn't feel like 
I will have to say, when I was watching Raw with Austin, I was excited because, you know, I'm a huge Austin mark. And I was watching it, I'm like, this is, this is pretty bad. Like, this is pretty bad, you know? Yeah, the whole thing where, like, whoever it was waiting for him to stun them or whatever. Are you yeah. seeing me? You know, and, you know, when you, when you have the crowds, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, you buy into it more, you know? But even still, even just the, the reactions to it, and he had cue cards, and there was no one to work off, and it's like... Wrestling is a, is a entertainment that really relies on the crowd, like more yeah. than anything, you know, more than even us playing shows or anything like that. The crowd is huge in wrestling, and to not have the crowd, it it, it removes that that middle, you know, thing that particularly attitude our guys really really need. Yeah. And I, I felt really sorry for Austin because I was like, oh man, this is. Nah. <laughs> but look, they did what they could, and it yeah. was pretty funny. The Byron Saxon Stunners. Were hilarious, um, but <laughs> but like yeah, in a week they upped their game to a much better appearance with the show. Absolutely. And Raw, and Raw last night was a lot better. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, uh-huh. sorry, one of my favorite matches was on last night of the past couple of years. The, that uh, Raw Rumble Triple Threat match. Oh yeah, yeah. With Rollins, Cena, and Lesnar. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this in years. So, yeah. I know a lot of people are complaining about wrestling now at the moment, but I'm like, lads, this is best case scenario. Really? Yeah. You know? Pick and choose really, really good matches and put them on, like you said. I mean, in fairness, they've three hours to fill. Yeah, like, sure, this is what they used to do with Nitro when they'd have, like, a recap of whatever happened at the first hour and then two live hours. Now, that was terrible. This is much better because they have the WWE library, which could literally be anything. You could set up you could set up any stories in any way and just do it that way. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not live wrestling, but yeah, what's the point in having the network if you're not going to use the network? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's one thing that, you know, could, could end up crippling AEW if they can't run live shows. What are they going to do? They're around here. Hmm. Yeah, realistically, <laughs> are they going to like, now? There is talk that they have a working relationship with New Japan, which looks like it's true. But you know, what are they going to do? Run New Japan shows? Yeah, you know. I don't. Uh, know. I do. What are they going to do? Get they probably they probably get the Bullet Club over or something. I don't know. Yeah, but like you know, even still, like it, it's very limited with their time. But uh, taking stuff a little bit home. The OTT wrestling was cancelled here. Their Scrapper Mania was cancelled like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, have any inside baseball on that or any thoughts on it? No, not a, I don't know if many of your listeners are fans of. I wouldn't be too over on the project product product. Sorry, um, don't know an awful lot about it. So, well, well, what I find was interesting about it was, and I'd be the same. I'm you know casual fan at best, but what I find interesting about it was John Moxley, Dean Ambrose was supposed to be on that card. That's right, I heard this, yeah. And it was cancelled. Now, he, it, it was revealed, he has been anonymously donating money to independent wrestlers. And he did, yeah, and well, yeah, anonymously, but leaving your full real name is, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, okay. Um, yeah, so he actually gave like two grand, I think, back to OTT. Yeah, back to OTT, yeah. Which, that was sound. That was sound. And, you know, I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, wow, like, you get the feeling he's a great guy, mm. seems like a great guy, and there you go. But did you hear what Braun, uh, Braun Strowman has been doing online? Is, this, is he giving out about people or something? Like? He's, he's giving out about people. He's giving out about independent wrestlers pretty much saying, hey, fund me because I can't work. What? Time being. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you need to get a new job. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, it's like, 
you know, we both we like I can just think about it in the same way. We're in a, we're in a similar situation with bands where both our bands are on hold. Our cover band is on hold. For yeah. <laughs> the time being. But you know, there was a similar call there where some of the lads lost money and, you know, buy their merch. And obviously yeah. there was the kind of support in the scene through that. I would see this as something very, very similar to that. Yeah, absolutely. But in a much more real micro uh, macro scale because we all have real jobs. Mm. And a lot of these independent wrestlers don't. This is their only job, income, yeah. right? And I, I just thought that was kind of crappy on Braun Strowman's behalf to do that. That's obviously someone who hasn't gone through the indies, you know? Well, he hasn't. No. He hasn't. You know, his, his quote was, I gave up Strongman to wrestle. And oh, yeah. I love Strongman. <laughs> Great. No. <laughs> Say that to Mick Foley, like, you know what I mean? Or whoever. Yeah, but like there's a difference. In in one hand, you have Dean Ambrose who went through, or Moxley who went through, you know, the harsh indie of the indie, indirific, right? He and CZW, wasn't he? Yeah, that's where he started. Oh God, that's where he started. And um, you're just going, well, you know, it's 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 disappointing, you know, because just to have that lack of awareness of the business <clears> is, <throat> is shocking. But um, yeah, look, you know. Supporting Ambrose or John Moxley because he's obviously a much better guy than than uh, what happened there, you know. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah. well, like I don't know. Twitter sometimes you just think, "Banners, like guys, stop going on Twitter. Just take Twitter away from certain people because it's bad." You know? Away from WWE superstars. Absolutely. They should, or just have someone to filter it. Someone sitting there going, "I don't let X, Y, and Z tweet without <laughs> reading first. Um, no, uh, I think it's great on the social media with the go on. New Day. The New Day are great. Oh, New Day are fantastic. Yeah, New, New Day even have a Twitch channel and everything, so you know it's great. You know, really? um, actually, speaking of the New Day, Xavier Woods probably picked the best time ever to ban Jax's leg because he's it's like everyone else is off. You know, yeah. he's he's on, he's on his, in his groove at the moment. He really is. Yeah, he's great. Um, what do you think? Uh, actually, speaking of which, have you had a look at the FCW documentary yet? Not yet, no. Watch it; it's fantastic. Um, it's really good. It's it's the story of FCW from its transition of old FCW into being the feeder system from uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Yeah, it was changed over in NXT. It's actually one of the best documentaries WWE have done in years. Well, it's up on the network, isn't it's it? It's on the network. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Like. There's people in there who I knew were in it, but then some I didn't. And oh. uh, just watching it, it's actually a lot of fun um, to go back on because I was obviously doing the, the the wrestling media thing at the time. But you didn't have time to watch FCW because you were covering everything else. You know, I knew people who were covering it, um, and I remember seeing the the recaps up on WrestleView and stuff like that. But to actually go back and be able to watch it now with some context is really cool. So I'd yeah. recommend that. It's about about an hour and a half. Well, that's a good hour and a half, though. I'm it's a good sure. hour and a half. And it, it's up there with, with the best of the WWE documentaries. Uh, getting into the the Ruthless Aggression stuff as well is quite good. And I wasn't a fan of the Ruthless Aggression. That's when, I, that's when I left watching wrestling, actually. Really? From 2003 until 2005. I remember I remember coming back and watching wrestling. The night I came back to watch wrestling was after Metallica in the RDS in 2005. Because the night that was the night that... Uh, one night stand was on. That's nice. Oh. Resting in. Jesus. Yeah. 
so I, I missed a lot of the rootless aggression stuff, you know, so kind of going back and watching that was good. There's a lot of really good stuff on the network, and I cancelled my network subscription back after that Hell in a Cell debacle, but I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just don't want to watch this again, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> sorry, go on. Yeah, have it for free. Yeah, well, no, I, 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 I caved at the Royal Rumble, to be honest I'm... with you. Yeah, I caved at the Royal Rumble. But uh, yeah, no, Hell in a Cell was when I finished my uh, my network subscription. I was like, I can't, I just can't. This is garbage. Um, but like, they've they've done a really good job. They've improved a lot of things on it, and I would say those two things alone are worth the money. Yeah, uh, and now we're lucky because you can go back and watch. Um, you can watch everything that they've kind of recorded, except for the live shows that they do. But uh, yeah, so I would say definitely go for it. Impact Wrestling. Something we don't talk about that much. They've cancelled all their shows. Up until April. Who's even in that organization anymore? I don't oh, know. Man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's, everyone's kind of gone with it. They had, um, they were doing a few bits and pieces. I know Rhino was there and a few others, but I, I couldn't tell you, but that's just some <laughs> of the news, isn't it? They're, they're not even trying. They're just saying we're just canceling and stuff, but apparently they're still paying people. They're still paying them, everybody. So that's, for, that's sound. Well, yeah, um, but that's still, I mean, like that. I mean, I think I watched... The highlights of it, and it's um, it's not just it's just a little bit above uh, NWA power in terms of people attendance and like you know. Well, look, what I was I was actually I was, they're on Twitch a lot now, and I'm obviously we're streaming on Twitch, but uh, they're they're on Twitch as well, and they were streaming stuff from 2005, 2007 last night, and I'm like, okay, cool, but what is this? Is this you know? It's kind of hard to figure out what they actually are now because they're so outside. As you said, they're a little bit above NWA power, so I don't, I wouldn't even know where to categorize them. So I think that was probably a smart move. Why risk everybody's health and money for no reason to stream on Twitch? You know. Yeah. Um, oh well, in the last few moments, another WWE superstar has been quarantined. Oh God, who? Well, so according to Dave Meltzer of the Figure Four Online, two W superstars are in self-quarantine after potential exposure to the coronavirus. Rey Mysterio and Dana Brooke are both under safe quarantine. Bro, was, what match was uh, Mysterio booked for Mania? He, wa- he wasn't. He wasn't booked at the moment. Um, but Dana Brooke is gone. And, and they've officially now fatal five-way match. Fatal five way. Fatal five way. Bay, yeah, you know that would make more sense. But yeah, mm-hmm. I tell, tell you, pre-taping this was a good idea because they don't know what this is moving so fast. And thing about this, if this, you know, the way they're in fact. So who did Rey Mysterio? Who was he around? Who was mm-hmm. Dana Brooke around? So they're gonna yeah. have to that out, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have to like get that sorted. Like this could close down super quick. So I hope it doesn't. Fingers crossed that they get all the stuff recorded this week. Mm. Um, but here's a real question for you, right? Okay. After Mania, what thing's gonna happen? Because here's my, let, let me just say this. I think after Mania, they're just gonna be like, we're stopping. I think so too. They're gonna yeah. have to. Yeah, I, I think they're just we're stopping. Here's here's replays in the studio in Connecticut, just been like, hey, here's some of the best shows that we've had. Pick a topic, and then they do it every week. Yeah. Do you think that's what's going to happen? I think that's probably the best thing they can do. Uh, they've committed to do up to WrestleMania, mm. and then I think they need to give them, probably give their every all of them a break. Yeah. Like, And everyone can stay home, self-isolate, and all that kind of stuff. Everybody. 
You know, I think that's what, yeah, I think that's the best thing that they can do. I really do. That's what it feels like to me now because considering the fact now that there are people self-isolating in the company, you know, because again, like the way this works, people who don't know, every state in the U.S., basically controls it. It's not like a central government kind of thing. Well, it can be, but Trump hasn't done that yet. It's not like here in Ireland where, you know, kind of like the EU, I suppose, where each country sets its own lockdown measures. And so far, Florida have been like, well, look, it's fine. Don't, you know, just don't push it. But there's other countries that, sorry, other other states in the US that are like, absolutely no way, zero. So that's why everyone's in Florida because they're one of the states that are like, oh yeah, look, 50 people, it's fine, you know? Um, But the big concern was if superstars and wrestlers start contracting this, that's it, man. Game over. Absolutely. And that's the thing. And as you said, you've, you've two now. How many more are we going to get? Yeah, like, that's it. You know, I, we know this thing grows really, really fast. So I think free taping this was the smartest decision they've done. And hopefully they get it all done because it seems like a race against the clock and every day we're going forward. I have a feeling, I have a horrible feeling one of the main players is going to get something at some point well the big risk is Reigns yeah and Reigns is a big risk because he had leukemia he has leukemia exactly hopefully. and he's on immunosuppressants sorry go on that hopefully he's okay yeah like I'm like I'm a I would be a, Raymond, a, a Roman Reigns fan I, ever since I met him with the Shield and stuff I, I like Roman Reigns a great deal mm-hmm. um but yeah, like that's scary. You know, that has to be a very, very scary. And a lot of wrestlers are just refusing to work because they're like, I'm not going anywhere near that. And you know, I respect that. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but hopefully nothing will happen to him. Hopefully it'll be all right. But fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, it's that's what I'm saying. Everything we're saying here could be out the window in an hour, a day, <laughs> a week. You know. Um, but as we're standing now. That's who's affected. That's who's going forward, and that's the plan. I'm interested to see now what SmackDown is going to be like because we'll get a bit more insight maybe into the what this Bray Wyatt match is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how the how the women's match, how they're going to recover from losing uh, Dana Brooke, and you know I, I really liked Miz and Morrison since they come back. They're just absolute <laughs> worst heels ever, but they're great. Um, so yeah, look, it, there's a lot to play for. There's a lot on the table. Um, we'll still just kind of have to see what's going on this week in AEW it's going to be kind of tame compared to what it was but, yeah um, it was great yeah. it was great really good um, Jericho what are you, what, how are you feeling now that Jericho lost the belt are you still still sad or do you wish he kept it no no I, I think it was the right time for him to, to drop it to somebody definitely do you think Moxley was the right guy yeah I think so there's no one else really I mean there's really no real superstars in there. And I know you don't have to be a superstar to win a title, but mm. it's a believable person. It has to be some kind of believability there. And I think Moxley is the man to do it, yeah, definitely. No, that's fair, that's fair. I, I would kind of agree there. Like, uh, I think it won't, it'll be a while before Kenny Omega gets it, but you have to build up Kenny Omega as, you know... I think they're doing that now. He needs to break away from the elite, but that, we're still not there yet. It's still very early days. Mm-hmm. Um Here's a worrying thing, and we'll we'll end on this, Carl. We were but we were scheduled to get our first NXT WWE pay per view from Dublin. Right? Yeah, it's supposed to happen on the twenty sixth of April. That's right. Yeah, I think do you, do you, you don't think that's going to happen? No. Well, I mean, if all of our gigs are getting cancelled left, right, and centre, I don't see that's that fair. happening. That's fair. Like it. 
loads yeah pretty much all the gigs that were lined up up until may even in may itself the yeah. sort of may are gone so yeah man i just don't see this happening and i you know i'm kind of glad i didn't buy tickets for it now because i was just yeah. i was waiting to see but i feel bad for anyone who did buy tickets because this was this was a big thing for us it was it was but look i mean if wwe believe in dublin which i think they do They'll reschedule. They will reschedule it. Like so. I tell I, you I, I, and look, it, it's an NXT UK takeover show, so it's not. It, it, it would have been something special. It's not a huge, massive thing, but it is massive for us. And hopefully, they do come back when when this kind of, uh, you know, twenty twenty one probably. I think is when they'll they'll angle to come back. But um, yeah. So on the list, you know, WrestleMania April fourth and fifth. First two nights WrestleMania. This is the first time it's been on two nights. I know it's been in two or three venues at one point. Yeah, but it's the first time it's been on two nights. Yeah, which is crazy. I'm, you know, I think I'll take off April sixth because I kind of want to experience <laughs> this in, in real life. You know, uh, Impact had Impact Rebellion on the nineteenth, but that's obviously cancelled. They cancelled that. Uh, I don't even know who's in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NXT obviously the twenty sixth of April that's gone that looks like it's gonna be gone and then May twenty third AEW double or nothing so hopefully well like again they're probably gonna be cancelled so hopefully not you know like I I'm still working under the hope that this is all cleared up by May but it probably won't be we just don't know but you know at least AEW if things are still fine they'll still be able to go but again it could be a point where we reach it where someone gets infected and has shown symptoms or you know test positive and that's it rest mm-hmm. done you know because we have, well, football rugby gaelic hockey basketball all done so all, all, all done. done you know so it's only a matter of time really and it's again it's it sucks you know it really does let me but, before before yeah, we go, Barry, yeah, go, on, go question, um, yeah. what do you think of jake roberts showing up in aw i think it's great i think it's great i love I love what he's done. I love the I love everything. Like I think it's a great role for him. I love the video package that he had, where it was kind of like you know, the old kind of like mixed in the hills have eyes. Kind of the way it was shot was great. Um, Jack Roberts, it's a perfect role for him. You know, as, as that mouthpiece yeah. and you know, kind of collective. He, he is a, he is one of the best promo men ever. Absolutely. It, it's weird when you think back that it's taken him so long to find this place. Yeah. He would, have, that he would have been perfect as a booker for WWE, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, look, the thing about with WWE, again, like everything that we could want, it can be kiboshed by Vince very yeah. easily, you know, and, and that's the truth of it. So I am kind of hoping that we get now the career-defining management run of Jake Roberts. Yeah. I think we will. You know, like, I know you're not a huge AEW fan, um, and look, uh, getting there slowly. Yeah, like it's it's a tough it's a tough product to kind of get because it is very very different. But I look forward to every week watching it. Like I I watch NXT, but I watch it after. Yeah, yeah. AEW, I'm like, well, look, I know there's something on this show that's going to be worth watching. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, obviously we're recording this on a Tuesday. Uh, it goes on tomorrow, so we'll see, you know. But, Carl, listen, man, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. We have to do this again. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks well, for having me. 
no worries. Before I let you go, how can people reach you? Are you on social media or what do you want to plug? Cool. Well, um, I'm on Facebook, on yeah, Instagram, Kingwell, Kingwell's Court. Uh, what else? Uh, just, you know, yourself, everything. I'm on all social media. Cards. All social media. Yeah. Well, do, well, here's the thing. If you're looking for a good introduction into Irish metal, uh, check out King's Court podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on all over the place. And uh, yeah, we'll leave a link in the description of this show. So thanks very much for joining us. We'll talk to you later. Are you a nerd? Do you like hearing about a bizarre range of topics from the world of nerd? Does your heart and hairstyle still belong in the nostalgic 90s? Are you a sucker for spooky weirdo things? Well, whether you're a hardcore nerd or a vanilla ice ice baby, Straight Outta Canto is the podcast radio show for you! Straight Outta Canto, that's K-A-N-T-O, Ireland's number one show for nerd culture, nightmares, nostalgia and more. Straight Outta Canto. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 